Tanya for the tenth of Elul, the first story. Before Rabbi Simcha Bunimah became a famous Rebbe, he was once on a business trip, and he was traveling to, to the city of Danzig, which was a big uh, marketplace city. And along the way, he stopped at a, at a Jew by the name of Reb Zalman. And this Reb Zalman was very excited that he was in town. And Reb Simcha Bunim sent in a, ahead of him a chassid that had money to prepare a festive meal. And he sent a lot of money with the, with the messenger to give it to the um, to give it to this Reb Zalman. And then when then he sent another messenger as, as well ahead to get to send clothes. And when he when the man came to Reb Zalman, the messenger saw that the Reb Zalman was very poor and the Reb Zalman barely had any um, any clothes for his family. And so he told he told Reb Simcha Bunim. Reb Simcha Bunim sent a lot of money. To buy, to buy clothes a lot of and with a lot of extra money. By the time it was all finished, there was a lot of extra money as well. And then Rabbi Sunka Bunim sent ahead money for vodka for all the guests. And again, he, he gave way, way extra money so that this Rabbi Zalman would be able to have, you know, plenty of change in the in the exchange. And when Rabbi Sunka Bunim was ready to leave, he called this Rabbi Zalman aside and he said, I want. I want to give you a parting gift. I want to give you some money. So Zalman told him, listen, you already spent so much money. You already gave me, you already gave me so much clothes and food and everything else like that. And every single one of those had so much extra change in, in it as well. I can't take any more money. So Sismacha Buddha told him like this. He said, in the midst of Sadaka, it says you should, you should surely give Sadaka. And your heart shouldn't be sad, shouldn't grieve when you give it to him. And we're still going to explain like this, that a, a lot of times when a person gives charity, what are they doing? They give charity in order that they don't feel bad. They see someone that, that has a lot of sorrow in their life. They're missing a lot of money. And so they say, okay, I need to make myself feel better because I can't, I can't help myself to look at this person and not feel guilty. I feel dreadful because this guy has nothing. So I'll give him. So all the time they're giving tzedakah, it's not really, they're not giving tzedakah for for any altruistic purpose, they're giving tzedakah in order that they don't agree, that, they, that their heart is, isn't feeling sad. But what does it mean that you should give tzedakah so your heart won't grieve? Explain to Simcha Bunim, this means that you give to a person when your heart isn't feeling bad. And the only time to do that is when the guy really doesn't need the money anymore. If he doesn't need the money, then why are you giving it? Says Rav Simcha Bunim, that's the mitzvah tzedakah. So he said, all the money I've given until now, all that extra the change and all the clothes and all the food that was just the beginning part of the mitzvah doing the mitzvah stuff i felt bad that you didn't have any money so i gave you the charity but now i finally get the chance to do the mitzvah now you're not going to let me do it now you don't need any extra money you have plenty of money because of all the money i've given you until now now when i give you tzedakah now it's going to really count now i'm not doing it out of guilt and 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 pity for you but i'm giving it out of just the pure mitzvah tzedakah and so this Reb Zalman agreed to take the rest of the money from Simcha Bunim. The, the Tanya so far were concluding the letter of, of letter 12. And letter 12 began with a question. It says there's a, something called the action of tzedakah and something called the service of tzedakah. And it seems to be different things. One is an action, one is a service. And they, at first glance, it seemed the same. And I'll have to explain to yesterday, Tanya. One is where 
you're just doing it based on your natural tendencies. And one is where you're actually working hard and you're breaking yourself and you're giving beyond what's, what's comfortable and regular for you. So now we understand what the Navi meant when he said there's something called the service, something called the action. Very good. But now the question is, why are the rewards different? Now it would explain, it would actually make sense. Well, one's greater and one's less great. But how, what does the rewards actually look like? How do they actually line up with the differences in the mode of conduct between you know, the, the, the action, which, you know, it's just an automatic action and the, and the actual um, service of charity. And this is what it means. And, and this is, and the act of charity shall be peace. When a person does charity, no matter how natural it is and how instinctual it is and how much of a nature this behavior is, he says, well, I can, well you're going you're gonna to say I did a wonderful thing because I gave charity. You know, the guy looked helpless and, and horrible and I, I had to do something about it. You might think that in such a scenario, well, the guy is just following his natural instincts. He's not really doing anything of, of great value. It wouldn't really bring much reward. And the answer is no. A person does the duck of any form, even something unbelievably natural and instinctual, automatically they get a reward. And it's a powerful influence that creates an, an effect from down here above below. Rock. Says but the true impact of the tzedakah that a person does down here, based on his natural tendencies, incredible tzedakah, but you know, within the confines of what he's comfortable with, it creates incredible value down here right now. But its true power and effect of that tzedakah can only happen when Mashiach comes. And sometimes, as we mentioned in, a, in, in, in the earlier letter of the Alter Rebbe about tzedakah, that also during davening, a person could experience, uh, you know, a, a small revelation of this type of Mashiach-like of influence by the tzedakah that he gave. But generally speaking, the tzedakah that a person gives within the confines of his nature, it only impacts really when Mashiach comes. Because this world's just not ready for, for this powerful light that Tzedakah brings down into this world. So you, you get something, some of the light trickles into this world as a response to that Tzedakah, but the true light is so much beyond this world, you're not able to get any form of a reward until Mashiach comes. As, we, as we're going to explain, ah, 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 even davening, which a person receives a little bit of that Mashiach type of influence, but once davening is after, when a person starts dealing with this world, well, the davening effect is over. The, the, the Sadaka influence that a person gave before the davening is now starting to wear off, and now that's it. He's a regular person. The Sadaka hasn't made an, a, a deep, lasting impact in his life. When, when a person does Tzedakah. And they don't just give tzedakah in the amount that they're comfortable, but they really work. They they do the service of charity and they give enough to make them deeply uncomfortable and go far beyond what their natural um, limitations would would allow them to. When a person breaks his nature, well, it makes a deep impact in the heavens. Hashem says, look at look at how this person's gone for charity. He's not just going to give how much he's comfortable. The guy that he was gave money to, he was willing to give a certain amount, and he gave more than that. In that case, 
that's extremely precious to Hashem. And the impact that he makes is so fine because Hashem says, look, this guy broke his nature. And he, and that, that creates a, a deep enslavement of the Sitra Achra and, and makes, brings incredible glory to Hashem. And it creates this incredible light in the darkness that he broke his nature and went beyond what he's naturally comfortable with. Says when a person gives stuck when a person gets stuck in that way, the evil isn't able to just reappear and reemerge in an easy way because this person broke himself. And when a person breaks himself, it creates an incredible um, glory to Hashem's name, and that glory to Hashem's name name leaves a lasting impact. Now, if a person wants to schlep evil back up, uh, over himself after he's done this incredible, let's call it mysterious death, so giving over Sadaka more than he's comfortable with, well, everyone has free choice in this world. And Hashem says, okay, you want to schlep the evil back over you, you're welcome to. But naturally speaking, the impact that a person creates within himself when he gets Sadaka beyond what's comfortable and measurable for his natural parameters, it creates a lasting impact. And says Alter Rebbe, you see that even in the reward that the Navi talks about. And that's what it's written. And when a person does the service of Tzedakah, he doesn't just get peace, but he gets quietness and assuredness forever. It's a very strange word. Says Alter Rebbe, what, what does that mean? Hashkate, quietness. Says Alter Rebbe, that, that's exactly the, the most appropriate reward for a person that does the service of charity beyond what he's naturally comfortable with. Why? Hashke comes from, it's a very strange word. It means quiet, but also it's a, it's a, it's a strange word for quiet. Says Alter Rebbe, what it means is, it comes from the word shaykel al which means the he rests on his dregs. It's talking about dregs. And when you have wine, the wine is best when the dregs, when that little sediments of, of wine uh, have been have been removed from it. Now, if a person lets a wine barrel sit, this is how I understand it, sit for, you know, a decade, tw- um, two decades, and, and, and um, you know, just, just sit and age, what happens is the dregs start to fall. And the wine above, you know, spending two decades aging is now unbelievably clean. That's what hashkate means. What is this? So this is also what a person does when they do the service of charity. These directs represent the evil that's in this person's soul. A person's even in contact and has naturally in the Muhammad and the evil that he's in contact with. But when a person gives tzedakah, they they separate the dregs from the wine, from the good stuff. The bad and the good is now separated, and the dregs at the bottom of the barrel. And it causes the evil to go back down to its source. In the case of the dregs, the dregs to go to the bottom of the barrel in such a way that the top parts is entirely clean and, and clear and separated from the impurity. Like we talk about, and we got the sins, we throw the sins at the bottom of the sea. Sins belong at the bottom. Sins belong separate. Sins belong not confused and complicated within the goodness of the wine. When a person does sadaka, not in a natural way, but in an unnatural way, when he breaks the parameters of his soul and says, I'm giving charity and I'm giving it in a wild, indiscriminate way, Hashem says, okay, I'll help you in, in, your, in your life mission of separating the dregs. I'll just separate them for you. I'll make the dregs fall to the bottom. And now the, the, your life will just be clean red wine that's just purity and goodness without any form of impurity involved in your life. And again, 
talking about the spiritual value of Tzedakah. Thank you so much for joining. Tanya, Tanya, Zerim, Mishish, Shalom, Yochan, Nishan, Aron, Tzalfon, 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 Shumad, Aniyal, Kamban, Yon, Ufush, Lem, Tzalfon, 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 T